One time there were two Hasidim who were friends from the town of Kharkov, the Russian city of Kharkov, and they decided they were going to travel together to Lubavitch to see the Rebbe Rashab, the Rebbe who they haven't seen in a long time. And so they arrived to Lubavitch, and as is the custom when Hasidim arrive to a Rebbe, they have Yechidus, they get a private audience with the Rebbe. So the first Chassid goes in to the Rebbe Rashab, and the Rebbe Rashab says to him, no, among other things after the conversation, the Rebbe Rashab says to the Chassid, no, Zogmir, what's Tutzach in Kharkov? Tell me, what's doing in Kharkov? What's the Hasidic community like over there in Kharkov? So this Jew responded, oh, in Kharkov, it's beautiful there, it's wonderful. People are always so friendly, the davening is beautiful with singing, and everyone really davens, takes their Judaism seriously, the mikveh is always warm and clean, it's wonderful in Kharkov. And the Rebbe Shab smiled and gave the chassid a gold coin. And then this chassid left, and then it was his friend's turn. The other chassid comes in, and he has an audience, the Yechidus, with the Rebbe Shab, and then the Rebbe Shab says to him, Tell me, what's Tutzach in Kharkov? How's it doing in Kharkov? So this other Jew, this chassid, says, Oh my God, Rebbe, I'm so sorry I have to be the bearer of bad news to tell you what's doing on in Kharkov, but it's, it's a churban, it's terrible in Kharkov. I mean, everyone's fighting with each other, everyone's nasty. The davening is, the people are disrupting all the time, there's talking, the mikvah's always dirty and cold. And the Rebbe Shab nodded, you know, went like this. And uh, that's it, the chassid went out. And then, after the chassid, the second one goes out, he speaks to his buddy, and they talk about their yechidus, and the second chassid finds out that the first one got a gold coin. <laughs> so he rushes back into the Rebbe Shab, and he says, Rebbe, I don't understand. I told you what Taki is happening in Kharkov. I told you the truth, what actually is going on in Kharkov. My friend over there with the rose-colored glasses, that's not true. I'm giving you the real story of what's going on in Kharkov. Why does he get the gold coin? So the Rebbe Shab responded, Vazmeinster, what do you think? You think I don't know objectively facts on the ground what's happening in Kharkov? Of course I know. I was asking what kind of Kharkov you live in. That was my question. I wanted to know what kind of Kharkov you live in. Your friend got the gold coin not because he was giving me a report about events. Your friend got the gold coin because I was so happy to see what kind of Kharkov your friend was living in. And this story is so important because what this story is conveying, what the Rebbe Rashab was teaching these Jews that's worth a lot more than a gold coin is the idea that in all the books of world wisdom throughout the generations and all cultures, whether it's ancient Greek, Chinese, Indian, Muslim, European, and of course, Lahavdil, ultimately our holy Torah, what the ultimate truth of life, the wisdom of life is to know that your perspective is your reality. Your perspective on life is your reality. The Kharkov you live in is based on the color of the glasses that you're wearing. Nobody's life is perfect. There is nobody that doesn't have issues. I don't know any human being that doesn't have issues that they're suffering from. There's always something. 
But the question is, what's the weather like inside you? Not whether the sun is shining objectively outside, but inside you. Because we all know that it could be a disgusting, rainy, snowy day and you're with somebody you love and you're in a great mood or something wonderful happened, you just made a lot of money and you'll be singing in the rain like Gene Kelly. Or you could have spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on a fancy schmancy vacation in some luxury, fancy hotel room and be absolutely miserable because the way one lives one's life, the Kharkov that you live in is dependent on the way your perspective on how you live. And so the most important thing is to learn how to change one's perspective on reality because your perspective is your reality. Now that is basic essential wisdom for life, how to live your life, that the way you're going to go through the world, you make your world by how you decide you're going to live it, focus on it, look at it, approach it. But Chassidus, of course, as always, comes. Chassidus, which is the deepest part of Torah, because, of course, that way of living life is also found in Torah, the Rebbe Shab, that's the story of the Rebbe Shab, and we find it throughout Torah all the time, this idea. I mean, at the most basic level, when the Gemara says that a person is supposed to always say, that whatever Hashem does is for the best, is for the good, it doesn't mean to act like a moron and pretend that it's actually good. There are things that happen that are objectively bad. So what does the Gemara mean to say that you should say, It means that your perspective on whatever's happening has a total effect on how whatever's happening affects your life. If you approach it by knowing that whatever God does is good, ultimately, even though we can't see with our physical eyes, because ultimately everything is God, and so everything is a revelation of Hashem, it just might be from God's left hand, so when you approach it with that perspective, it will change the way it will have your life. And no matter how your Kharkov is objectively doing, you could sing in the rain like Jim Kelly or like the Berdichever on Sukkot. But Hasidus comes and says something even deeper than that. It's throughout Chassidus, but in Tanya chapter 33, the chapter that says how we have to live as Jews over there, in Tanya chapter 33, the Alter Rebbe brings it and says ultimately it's the purpose for which God created the world and the fulfillment of creation. And usually in Chassidus it's brought from Ecclesiastes, the Pesach in Kehelis that says, God put the world in our hearts, which Chassidus says that means that when we're able to change our perspective, or more better stated, as we're going to learn over the next couple of days, because as we're about to learn about symptom, we need to learn about consciousness. What Hasidus teaches is that not only does consciousness, deeper than perspective, consciousness, your framework of reference, the consciousness through which you're going through the world, not only does that become your reality, but that actually objectively changes the objective reality of the world. And the reason is, as we're going to learn, because essentially that's the secret of what symptom is all about, and about climbing back up to God before symptom. It's all about changing your consciousness, levels of consciousness. And ultimately what Hasidus brought to the world, the revelation, is that levels of consciousness don't just start with us. In God, God has levels of consciousness. Primarily known as Yehudi Ilah and Yehudi Tata, the higher level unity and the lower level unity. God has levels of consciousness. And our greatest job ultimately as Jews, the way we illuminate the world with God's consciousness, 
consciousness and in God's being is by us changing our consciousness and being. When we live with a consciousness of unity, when we live with a consciousness of knowing how to unify all of reality with God, that is living messianic. That allows us to live with a messianic consciousness now and will reveal to our physical eyes the messianic consciousness with the coming of Mashiach. May we see it and see with our physical eyes before I get a chance to explain about Tzimtzum.